Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, how are you? Um, Well, firstly, I've got to start with a an apology. And I always say to people, never start with an apology. Start with a positive. But this needs an apology because I've had a number of you get in touch. And I really do appreciate the messages. But a number of you get in touch saying, is everything okay? Because I noticed there hadn't been a podcast for the last couple of Mondays. And um, sincere apologies. I really thank those that have been in touch and it's lovely that you are listening and looking out for it, dropping on a Monday morning. Um, most of you know, if you've been listening for a while, that I've got quite a bit going on at the moment. My dad has stage four lung cancer and it's been a really tricky couple of weeks. He's not been well and it all just became too much and something had to give and I just wasn't in the place to deliver the podcast. So I'm sorry if you missed it, uh, but I am back and I think it's important to be very honest about these things. So however many tools that I have in my toolbox that most of the time I can coach myself, they're my coping tools and they are tools and techniques that I share with other people. Sometimes you just have to listen to yourself and say, actually, enough is enough. So um, hopefully you've been able to catch up on some of the previous episodes if you have missed it. And, you know, I'm back today and really looking forward to sharing today's topic. And I've been thinking about what to talk about. And I always like to think about how things that have happened to me over the last few days can be brought into the podcast because I always want it to be very much something that is spontaneous. Um, Often I'm pulling on topics that back up the experience I've had, but just to keep it very current for you and very real because I want it to be relatable to what's going on in everyday lives on a day-to-day basis. And the great thing about impact and personal branding, because personal branding is how we show up, but our impact, if there is somebody else in the room with you, whatever the situation, then you are making an impact. You can't not make an impact if there is somebody else in that room. So it's what type of impact we make. So actually, this covers most areas. And honestly, even if you are on your own, it impact how you show up and your impact will have an effect on your mindset and your performance. So we can't wriggle away from it. And that's why I love the topic so much. And it allows me to cover most areas and weave them into the podcast. And the thing I wanted to think about this week was, you know, we've all been told this, that, you know, we all have different experiences and we can't control what happens to us 
but we can control how we show up and how we respond to it. And I, I used to work with a guy at the National Trust and he always used to say, um, there's no such thing as bad weather. It's just you're badly equipped or badly clothed. You've got to have the right clothing. And it's so true, isn't it? Many of you will have heard that phrase before. And um, there was a piece on LinkedIn this week which really sort of prompted this train of thought from Gary Neville. And um, he seems to divide opinion, doesn't he, Gary Neville? But I quite like him, actually. I like the fact that he is very clear on his own ideas. And actually, that's a great personal brand. If you stick by your ideas, you share your opinion and you don't worry that you are going to upset some people because those that support you will follow you and be advocates of yours and probably be fans forevermore. So I quite like Gary Neville and his straight talking. But he was saying, he was walking by, I don't know, you might have seen it, it was on LinkedIn, and he was walking down by, down by the canal in the rain. And he was saying, these days I love walking in the rain because he said I had a sports psychologist when he was at Manchester United who said to him that some days it will rain. You've got to learn to love training in the rain. You can't let the rain impact on your training performance. And I thought about this, how often do we let things outside of our control, outside of, you know, in the environment, impact on how we show up? Now, I am guilty of this. I always say, you know, I am absolutely solar powered. Uh, a bit of sunshine this weekend has totally changed and lifted my mood. And I think the uh, rain can really bring us down at times. But thinking about the positives of the rain, but also it's that 1%, isn't it? The 1% that achieve by going out in the rain or whatever the equivalent is, so many people won't. But by still showing up in those circumstances, that gives you the edge. In fact, I was talking um, to a client last week. I'd been down in London and talking to a chap who was saying about how in his profession, everybody puts so much weight into technical skills. So they all value um, experience, but also qualifications and exams. And he said that he's actually done all his qualifications now and completed them and achieved so much. But he said, I still see that I'm growing and I've still got a lot to learn. So he's got that growth mindset. And he said, I'm really I've decided and he's actually funding this himself. It's not being funded by the business. He said, I've decided I'm going to work with you and work on my impact and how I show up and my personal brand to ensure that I put myself ahead of my colleagues, my competitors, if you like, so that I know I have got the edge. He said, because in our industry, people don't always recognize the soft skills as I prefer to call them the human skills, they don't always recognise those. So he has decided to make that investment and take control of that. And 
you know, I really admire that in him. And I hope, you know, it's something that I talk about on an awful, um, an awful lot, that there's this perception that you've got to be brilliant at what you do and you have to have the technical skills. And yes, that's going to take you a long way. But to be a fully rounded person, to really perform, then those human skills are necessary. And even as we move forward, and it was interesting, the same day I was chatting to another person who does a lot of work in around AI and forensic investigation and he agreed that even though we are moving towards a world where AI can intervene on so many levels this means actually that our human skills need to be even better so it isn't a case of that AI will do do away with the need for human skills it actually means that those roles that are available are the ones that need those softer skills those human school skills that empathy and I know there is a um, some research done by Deloitte that said by 2030 I think it was something like 80% of roles will be soft skills heavily weighted so um, this is something that we can all work on so just going back to the um, point of what I was saying I was thinking about uh, Gary Neville with his uh, walking in the rain and this week so I think I might have mentioned this on here before but I have a very clear morning and evening routine to sort of bookend my day and I know that if I start my day with my morning routine I end up driving the day rather than reacting to what happens to the day and one of those things is I get up early in the morning and I do some exercise but I wasn't quite seeing the results that I wanted to see so I've rejoined a gym which I haven't done for uh, many years really since Oscar was a baby and um, I've got myself a personal trainer and we were chatting and he said um, are you competitive and I said oh yes if you I said I'm not somebody who plays sport as in team sports but give me a challenge and there is absolutely no way I will give it everything to make sure that I achieve that and I regretted the words immediately as he led me over to the rowing machine. Now, put me on a treadmill, put me on a bike, put me on an elliptical, um, whatever you call them. You know what I mean? The elliptical machine. I can't think of the proper word. Anyway, he pointed me towards the rowing machine and my heart sank because if there's one machine I really don't like in the gym, it is that. And I just thought, wait a minute, Deborah. If you go in there thinking you don't like this and you can't do it and it's going to hurt, where are you going to get? So uh, I'm trying to reframe it now as he's included it into my uh, regular routine that this is an opportunity to improve my fitness in all areas. It works both your upper and lower body. It's cardio work as well as strength. And you know what? It's challenging me in a new area. It's taking me out of my comfort zone. So it's looking at those opportunities to approach a situation that perhaps you don't really like the idea of from a different mindset. And it's the same in conversations. 
it's about going in there looking for the positives. Now, if you are somebody who has uh, worked with me in the past, one of the things I talk about, particularly when it comes to making an impact in a meeting or in a conversation, one of the areas I look at are the assumptions that we make before we approach a meeting. Because we all think about what we're going to say, but we don't always think about our approach and the assumptions that we are making about ourselves and the assumptions that we are making about the other people in the room. And, and why am I talking about this? Because sometimes we can go in there and we've written ourselves off or we've written the other person off before we've even entered the room. And we all know that if we go in there in a defensive attitude, um, with a defensive mindset, that will produce defensive body language, whether we're aware of it or not, and the other person will pick up on that. So it's how we prepare. So let me give you an example. How often have you gone into a meeting thinking, gosh, I don't know as much as these other people. And actually, um, I feel inexperienced. And therefore, you're going in there, putting yourself on a lower level than the people in the room. And the answer to this is not pretending that you can be more confident because people spot a fake, don't they? But what you can do is think, well, what is it that I bring to the table? What is my experience? Now, it might be that you are younger, but certainly the experience of the millennials and uh, Generation Z is very different from some of us that have been around a little bit longer. So I was talking to somebody um, earlier this week who said that they felt that social media is something that is better done by people who have grown up in, uh, you know, the generations that the millennials that have only ever known social media. And I thought that was a little naive, but I understand what they're saying. But somebody who has got experience of both sides can understand how you have to learn and adapt your mindset to that. I had a client um, quite a few years ago now um, working for Tesco and I remember going to my coach at the time and saying, but this chap is one of the, you know, on the exec, one of the senior leaders at Tesco. And here's me with my knowledge. How can I go and coach him? And she said, but Deborah, he might be the expert in retail, but you are the expert in personal brand and impact. So you are coming along with a whole bag of experience that he knows nothing about. It doesn't matter that he's older than you, that, you know, he's working for this huge organisation. You still bring something to the table. So it's being aware of what you bring. Know exactly be able to articulate and remind yourself what you bring and don't make those assumptions. 
assume that you will go in there and be successful. You will go in there and be able to have your message heard. And think about the assumptions you make about other people as well. Don't go in there defensive. Go in there curious. Go in there and understand, listen to understand what it is that they want from a situation rather than making assumptions yourself and going in there being curious, being more open-minded will bring you to a far better um, result, a result that will probably work for both of you. So even though we're basking in beautiful sunshine as I'm recording this this weekend, I imagine I might be wrong let's hope so um, but I imagine it may rain at some point this week you might be a gardener that absolutely loves the rain there is always a different perspective isn't there so just challenge yourself when you're approaching something that you don't want to do and just try and find some enjoyment in it because that way the chances are that you're doing the thing that maybe other people won't bother doing so that sets you apart that gives you the edge but also you'll just enjoy it far more have a super super week and thank you again for those of you that uh, reached out and got in touch I really do appreciate it and uh, god willing I will be back with you next Monday have a super week feeling inspired if you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.